Damn, but she's still just pouring it on. I guess. She's just a wait longer for her. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> when this pot's done the... boiling, you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's As always, my name's Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And we have our special guest back once again. Jack. <laughs> and today we're bringing you our 100th story that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it, we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. We can't technically call this a centennial episode, right? Is that like a year thing? Hey, Winnie, you're going to have to tell me what centennial means. This is like a hundred year, a hundred I mean, years. hundred year celebration? I think, I think it's just a hundredth of a thing. Oh, so we can't. It is. It's our centennial celebration? Centelebration, please. It's the cent- <laughs> I've decided. Celebration. <laughs> Come on. It's going to be 45 minutes of me slurping on really hot. No, <laughs> Good for the first time. To, to celebrate, to we so- gave Jack his first hot chocolate. We allowed him to have it. Please review it for us now. Sorry. <laughs> it tastes like just hot water with chocolate. Yep, that's basically it. That's really weird. It's <laughs> really weird thing that that's what I, it tastes like. I am very against it. What? I, you didn't really finish of my dad's feelings of microwave chocolate milk being hot chocolate. Yeah. I think it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just don't appreciate hot milk. Yeah. But, but this isn't that's, that. Hot milk is for cats. Y- yeah. Please. Hot milk. And, and, ba- and babies? Not, not, not hot. Warm. <laughs> Warm. You, can, you should be able to touch it to your wrist and it still feel safe. <laughs> yep. We do that for Delicious. the animals. <laughs> anyway. Since if it still feels like milk, you got, you got Wait a second. I don't know the rules. If you... Okay, I always, for some reason, think that if you put milk in the microwave, it's going to curdle, but that's not how it works. I think that, too. When Jack said hot chocolate milk, I literally pictured it curdling. Does it not? I think so. But if you, like, boil milk for long enough, does it not? No. I mean, it's only in there for, like, 15 seconds. <laughs> no, because also it's like if you I feel add like citrus to it is what it curdles. You know what I'm thinking so about now? We and we're going to take a left turn. And we're on the 100th episode. We're like three minutes in. Um, cheese breast milk that we talked about the other day. No! 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 That was weird. No, 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 no. In order to make it, you must drink a lot of orange juice. Anyway. Wait a minute. Back up. What was your original question that I started talking about? Is oh, is breast milk, milk vegan? vegan? Yeah. Okay, the like, answer is yes. And also, you can make vegan cheese. <laughs> anyway, um, that is the end of our 100th episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was it. I thought that was pretty good. Pretty we will, good. We will not be taking any comments or questions. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us for this long. And if you have made it to 100, please send us your favorite episode thus far, and we'll send you a sticker. Train guy. Train, sex on a train. Nope, he didn't have it all on a train. Sex with a train. (laughs) Sex sex watching a train crash. (laughs) Sex watching a train crash. Because I was in that one. Is this the new snakes on a plane? Snakes on a plane. Sex on a train. That was a good one. I feel like the only thing I remember really about that one is when he going, wait, I'll be you, you be me. Sex trains. I'm like, what? All right, oh, all right. Listen, I'm probably not going to live up to that, but I do have kind of a wild story for you guys oh, today. Oh, gosh. Does it involve trains? No. No. Does it, it involve, does involve masturbation? <laughs> no. Oh, well. It does involve 
in a way, something else we've talked about tonight. <laughs> tonight? Mm-hmm. Fresh <laughs> milk cheese. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Keep going back a little further. Hot chocolate. Uh, hot liquid. We'll oh. get there. <laughs> hot milk? No, 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 no. no. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. This week we You're are... saying milk. I'm saying milk. We're all saying the same thing. <laughs> Inside voices. Hot liquid lava. Nope. Uh, Melted iron. Nope. Can please? (laughs) I I will give you time to answer questions (laughs) that I have strategically plugged into the story. Please. Okay, I'm ready. Give me a moment. I'm ready. This week we're traveling to Neston, United Kingdom, for our story. Neston is in the county of Cheshire, England, and is located on the Wirral Peninsula. Again, I tried to look up how many miles away it was, how long it would take us to get there. Yeah. Google Maps said, mm, no available flights. So <laughs> so we're unsure. How long would it take me to swim? It's a great question. Depends on how good of a swimmer Google anymore, Maps refuses to give me information about things that are not drivable. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Come on, Google Maps. Ever since COVID, it just like shut everything down. Yeah. Including Google Maps. Shut down all my... Yeah, yeah, banned all my travel plans. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're traveling also a short hop back in time, very short to July of 2020, in the during times. Oh, God. In the during times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I measure time now in pre-COVID, the before times, during COVID, the during times, and maybe someday. So Jesus the, Christ was before COVID. Yeah, BC, before COVID. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Smart. Good one. <laughs> right I'm going to give you a minute to crack up at yourself before I continue. You I didn't even make the joke. You did. Anyway, it's I, fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Oh, I thought you were just getting there. <laughs> anyway, we're going back to July of 2020 to Neston, United Kingdom to meet Mrs. Corina Baines or Corina Smith, which was her maiden name. Or Corona, if you pronounce it wrong. It, listen, during times, okay? C-O-R-I-N-N-A is her first name. She was 59 years old at the time, lived in a home in Neston, England, United Kingdom, with her 81-year-old husband, Michael, and I know they had at least two grown children. I'm sorry, how old was she? 59. How old was he? 81. Okay. I just thought I could just... I I thought I I heard you wrong. Thought I heard you wrong. Good for them. Living their bliss. Living their bliss. Good for him. Good for... It depends on when they met. Depends on when they met. Depends on when they met. I don't have that information. Okay. We'll say it's fine for now, but... So, everything was not all sunshines and rainbows for this couple, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, their, their son, Craig Baines, had been very troubled and previously went to prison for serious assault. He confessed to his mother one time that he was a victim of abuse and stated that the person he had attacked that then sent him to prison had been a pedophile who had touched him sexually as a child. Oh, God. The boy could not escape the emotional strain of his past and tragically took his own life in 2007 at the age of 25. That's terrible. It's really sad. Um, They were distraught about it. Corona especially was constantly like, is there something I could have done more? Don't I miss any signs? It constantly haunted her. Yeah. Now, on July 13th of 2020, 59-year-old Karina Smith received a disturbing revelation from one of her daughters. The young woman told Karina that her father, Karina's husband, Michael, had been sexually assaulting children for, quote, many years. No way. This news was made even more devastating because her late brother, Craig, Michael's son, had been the victim of abuse, as we said. Right. And in different accounts that you read, the daughter also stated that she believed... Craig could have been one of his father's victims. No way. Other accounts say that the way this was told to the mother was, hey, I heard a rumor right. about dad. Have you heard anything about this? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Where did she? Oh, God. Okay. But but I don't know anything further about where she got the information yeah. or how it was brought up. There's right. no, like, direct account of this. Well, she could have known and then didn't want to be too harsh to her right. mom and been like, hey, did you hear? Some, like, around the neighborhood. less respectable yeah. resources say that she was also a victim, but that's not corroborated by many, like, newspapers or, okay. like, notable resources. Sure, 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 sure. 
So the day before Craig's death, the son, he was distressed and told his mother, Mom, he's a pedophile. And she understood him to be talking about the man he had attacked. Right. That had then sent him to prison. With the new information from her daughter, Karina feared that Craig had been talking about his own father. He had seemed happier the next day after their conversation, and so she didn't really pry. But it would haunt her for years because that night he yeah. took his own life. She constantly wondered, you know, could she have saved himself? And now she has this in front of her of, could I have done something more if to protect I him? realized what he was saying rather right. than just assume it meant something else. Exactly. Oh, God. Okay, that's wild. The news of her husband's horrific acts and the memory of her son's last conversation with her sent Karina into a downward spiral of emotion. She had absolutely zero doubt that her daughter was telling her the truth. She believed this wholeheartedly. Sure. And she returned home. Her initial reaction was to contact the authorities, and one article I read stated that she may have also done what? So this is your first multiple choice question for oh, the we should evening. Have done, okay, okay, I'm ready. So the, your choices are, A, paid 600 pounds for a lie detector test with a plan to make him take it as soon as possible. B, cleaned the whole house because that was what was under her control at the time. Or C, threw all of his clothes and belongings out onto the lawn. So she called the cops and... She considered calling the cops. I cannot oh. confirm whether she actually was able to contact them or not. Mm. By the way, when it all sinks to the bottom, not bad. All chocolate. <laughs> I should have stirred it more. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go with A. Lie detector test? Yeah, I feel like she's going to play detective. That's true. That's true. I feel like she... I'm hoping she's not super rash and throw all his clothes out. Because I kind of want it to be like you said. Like, I kind of want her to be a little more sly about it. But my initial reaction was to say B. Like, she was considering everything while she cleaned the entire house. Okay. So, the correct answer is actually A. And now, this was one, maybe two articles that I read that said she did this 600 pounds. I don't know the equivalent in dollars. But for a lie detector test that Uh, she... 700. A little bit less. Yeah. So she paid a lot of money to get one, like, as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean, listen, I did research into it one time because when I was in campus activities, I really wanted to have a program where we brought a person in to give people lie detector tests, and then it got turned down because they said it was a horrible idea. But it's not terribly expensive if you're going to, like... Like, people have them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, like... I think if you were scheduling in advance, it'd probably be cheaper, but she wanted one, like... Right now, right now. As soon as possible. Sure. So, as she sat at home, thinking about a lie detector test and contacting the authorities, and Michael was sound asleep downstairs in their bedroom that they shared. Um, She continues to think about all this and becomes more and more distressed about the information she's learned, as I think anybody would in this case, and just starts spiraling into a state of rage. As Karina looked around her kitchen that night, what did she decide to do next? This is your next question. Oh, gosh. A, take a take note from a hit Def Leppard song. B, sharpen some kitchen knives. C, put on a nice, fresh kettle of hot water. D, make a plan to buy a gun. E, both A and C. What was C? C is put on a nice fresh kettle of hot water. Well, it's got to be something with C because you already said there's hot liquid involved. And if it's not the boiling water, then she got lava somehow. And I don't think she is lava girl. Well, maybe this is lava. This is an origin story. (laughs) I I don't know the Death Leopard. What was B? A is take note from a Death Leopard song. B is sharpen some kitchen knives. C is no, put on a nice fresh kettle of hot water, and D is make a plan to buy a gun. But E is both. I think I think D's too complicated in Europe, so I'm gonna to go with them. yes. I'm gonna go with E, Old Britain. They think Brexit happened. Yes. <laughs> e Brexit is that what you said? Yeah, I'm saying E. I'm saying E too. Is is uh, is pour some sugar on me a Def song? It is. Pour some sugar, sugar on me. I'm so glad you know. The... That's the only song I know. So Wait, dude looks like a lady? Possibly. You go... The first one was what? The, what you first... Yep. <laughs> so, I'm, to answer your question, I'm going to tell you what happened next. Okay. Karina grabbed a bucket from the garden, put water in the kettle, and set it to boil. 
poured two kettles of that boiling water into the bucket, mixed in three bags of sugar, which is about three kilograms or 6.6 .6 pounds, walked down with the bucket downstairs to her husband's bedroom where he was sleeping, then took this hot, sticky, viscous sugar water and poured it over her sleeping husband of 38 years, over top of his torso and arms before proceeding to leave the property. Jesus Christ. Why did she add the sugar? We'll get there. Okay. I think... I'm going to be quiet because I'm not 100% sure, but I think... Yeah. Okay, sure. You're, you're going to be quiet because you <laughs> think you know something, but yeah, okay, that's what I got. No, okay. no. <laughs> he thinks he knows. He doesn't want to spoil Why it. Why she added the sugar? Yeah, she wanted him to also get attacked by bees. It's not Candyman, but that'd be a great idea. I, excuse me, I meant to say hummingbirds. <laughs> I, cause I, I thought like, about that. Because boiling water will hurt. Boiling sugar will stay. Like, well, like, it'll like be boiling sticky, water will right? pour and you'd be like, ah, and then it yeah. just goes off. Like the sugar, like. My God. Just, she's boiling sugar, she which is like. Smell more? I don't know. That's pretty, pretty gruesome. Yeah, That's I would have never nasty. thought of that. Okay. Yeah. So what did Karina do next? Did she A, call the authorities finally, B, travel nine doors down to notify a neighbor about what she had done, C, take herself a nice bubble bath, or D, book a flight to Canada and then head to the airport? D, I want her to get out of there. <laughs> I want her to get out it's of there. It's COVID though. That's true. Okay, I changed my mind. But then she wouldn't be able to... Okay, then she can't take the bubble bath because where's she gonna take the bath at? Well, she, she, she left the hotel. she left the property. Right. So it's not the. Whoops. I shouldn't say that. I mean, shouldn't have left that answer in there. <laughs> she could have gone somewhere to take like on a yeah, hotel, but, but I don't think she could get a hotel. She shouldn't be knocking on neighbors' doors. It's nine doors down though. It's her friend. It's got to be yeah. someone she knows, right? Yeah. Okay. What was I'm the first one? Call the authorities finally. Nah, she's <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Nine doors down to notify a neighbor. B. Take a bubble bath, book a flight to Canada, and head to the airport. Okay, I'm changing my mind to B. It's B. D, B. D, she could, but like she, if she's heading to the airport, she's not getting out. Yeah. So I'm going to go with B. Okay. So in the early hours of July 14th, 2020, Karina walked nine doors down to yeah. notify a neighbor who she did not know very well and Wait, was not close oh. to what? about what she had done. Oh my god. Did she just randomly pick someone's door? Or did she kind of know this person? No, she didn't really know him. Oh my god. Okay. Sure. Wait. When the neighbor answered, she told them, quote, I've hurt him very bad. I think I've killed him. As the police and emergency medical services oh. arrived to the Baines family home because the neighbor did call the authorities. Right, obviously. They found Mr. Baines, quote, in excruciating pain and whimpering in bed with the skin on his right arm and hand peeling off of his body. <laughs> he was taken to the burn unit at a nearby hospital where it was determined that he had burns over 36% of his body. That is one third of his this man's yeah, body. His whole torso and his arms, yeah. yeah. The whole middle section. These are really complicated like calculation. It's not that complicated, I always think it is, that they have you do. Like if you were to receive a patient that had burns, you'd yeah. have to say how much of their body was burned and then calculate how much fluid you have to give them. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. they are like like you're trying to replace the moisture back into their body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a lot of maths. Also, this reminded me of, we went and saw Candyman. No, not really spoilies, but he does pull one of his own fingernails off at some point. Yep. And it's disgusting. I had to look away. I had already started writing the story and I was like, yep, that's right. <laughs> I literally watched people get murdered, but as soon as he started, they zoomed in on it and I was like, oh, I can't watch this. Nasty. Burns are gross. Yeah. Burns are gross. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a acquaintance not friend acquaintance who had like when you get get burned clean it's just like there's some steel wool and just scrubbing it's not really steel wool but ew, i don't ew, think it's so bad. Ew, yeah, ew. But it's, well because you don't want it to get infected right so you have to like yeah it depends on how severe the burn is oh. of like how what you do yeah. so i spent some time trying to look at the for the like degree of burns that yeah. he got or the severity because they've kind of changed their rating scale recently sure I, I could not find anywhere where they said it was this type of burn, yeah. but he was in pain, at least in the beginning. Once you get 
so far or mm-hmm. so deep, you, you don't feel it. Yeah. So I think that at least some of his burns were second degree or superficial partial burns, mm-hmm. according to like the new classification, because it was painful. However, I think that they by the peeling that is described he's probably more of a deep partial slash third degree burns probably depends on where she poured it too because if it poured it directly on a certain spot i'm sure that's worse than if it splashed on his arm i'm thinking about that now as what like it's not like fire where like his entire body would have gotten burned but like it wouldn't really bad where he touched the fire but like Mm -hmm. that's just like like, his legs are probably fine. Yeah, right. it would be different depending on where she poured it. I mean, she poured it on his torso, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, like, top of his head. Yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. So, the deep partial thickness burns, or what would be, like, third degree burns, those tend to have blisters that kind of slough off, which is why I'm thinking, like, the peeling yeah, of the gotcha. skin. Yeah, sure. Uh, full thickness burns, which is like past third degree basically, mm-hmm. is basically a charred area of skin where it forms a black piece called an eschar. Yeah. And those you have to, generally speaking, will be removed because otherwise you can get like compartment syndrome. You're not getting blood flow, so yeah. it's just big, thick, yeah, dead skin that could give you compartment syndrome. I don't know what that is. Uh, the fascia in, under your skin basically doesn't get blood supply and it becomes extremely painful like really bad Uh, holly had it a couple times you have to get like these big cut down your leg in order to treat it yeah i had a one of the kids the football team had department syndrome yeah it can just happen it's like injuries type of thing he like broke his ankle and it was like his oh i guess if it's just like if blood flow is not getting there right yeah i think to the fascia i think that's worse but the point is i don't think he had escars they didn't say it was black so i think we're in between blisters that are just blisters and this black area i had to look a lot of this up as a review for me because burns is again they just changed all these classifications of what you you call it you don't see it that often thankfully no i saw a gentleman with escars on his leg i don't know if they were from burns or not um it was several years ago but it was a okay we have to take little pieces off the edges yeah and like slowly let that heal in because it won't heal with that on there yeah. there's nothing to heal oh god okay it was wild moving on regardless of the depth of michael bean's burns the sugary liquid had scorched over one third of his body he was rushed to the hospital as we said and remained there for five weeks before he ultimately succumbed to his injuries and passed away on august the 18th of 2020 his family meaning his mostly his children were absolutely devastated and Karina herself was arrested. Am I supposed to be happy or sad? I feel it's not over. I know. But that's why I'm but is it? So I was Now conflicted. I'm slightly nervous because What if he didn't do it? No, because she said like the kids are like, Oh my god, dad. Yeah. Yeah. Not but, the oh my god, yeah, my molester. The, yeah, but the one kid that yeah, he's already killed for himself. sure isn't there. Yeah, so they might not know. The one, no. Well, the sister, maybe, yeah. Depending on what account you read of how she yeah. presented it to her mom. Okay, tell me more. I want to know. The judge for the uh, Karina's trial, Justice Amanda Yip, stated, quote, Although the background provides some explanation as to why you did what you did, I am sure you know that it cannot provide an excuse. Your actions cannot begin to be justified whether you believed your husband had done. Whatever you believed your husband had done. You have taken Mr. Bain's life and caused terrible grief and shock for his children and those who loved him. The moving and dignified statements from his daughters and your son make that clear. So he, they had multiple other children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That basically were like, this is terrible. This is terrible. Our dad was a good person. They like spoke in court at her sure. trial. They were like, this is devastating. Like, yeah. We don't know. We don't understand like why this why is the I route mean, she chose. Sure. Yeah. Why didn't you call the cops? Yeah. The judge continued to add, quote, Killing Mr. Baines also took away any opportunity for the allegations to be tested. That took away his right to a fair trial, bearing in mind that everyone is innocent until proven guilty. I have no doubt that this has caused untold pain to his children. The allegations are left hanging but unproven. This is quite a dreadful situation for the whole family. They are in no way to blame for any of this and deserve the utmost sympathy. Dang. Because people were like... I think they were afraid that they'd be like, he was a pedophile. Yeah. 
blast his kids. And yeah, 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 yeah. So, <clears throat> back to the original question that you had asked, and Jack kind of answered, why did Karina add sugar to the water? Yeah. A, it made the liquid sticky and harder to get off. B, it was meaningless. She was literally just in a blind rage. C, it raised the boiling point of the water. Or D, both A and C. So D. I didn't think it would raise the... I mean, I guess. I just thought it would be hotter and you can't just wipe it off. Why would you want to raise the... To make it hotter? Mm-hmm. But then it would take longer. Hmm? Yeah, but she's still just pouring it on her. I guess. She's just a wait longer for her. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> when this pot's done the... boiling, you're <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's right. That's not, <laughs> that's not as funny, knowing that he's not, we're not entirely sure if he's a pedophile or not. Um, oh, goodness. Okay, what if we answer the same again? Is that... Mm. Should I answer differently? Whatever Jack said. <laughs> what D. did you say? I D. said the, the right? boat. It was uh, hot and sticky. Okay. So the prosecutors told the court that adding the sugar made the concoction, quote, more viscous, thicker, and stickier so it stays on the skin and causes greater damage. So, yes to A. The addition of the sugar also raised the water's boiling point from 212 degrees Fahrenheit, 100 degrees Celsius, to 302 degrees Fahrenheit, or 150 degrees Celsius, depending on what you read. Yeah. So the I problem mean, to be with honest, it was a lot of sugar. It was like six pounds, right? Yeah, yeah three bags. So or if she weird. were to actually, if she would have put this on the stove and boiled it, which yeah. I don't really know if she did, but the idea is if she would have put a pot on the stove mm-hmm. and put the sugar in that and waited for it to boil, yeah, it would have had to have reached this temperature. Can you read the temperature again? I zoomed out. I'm sorry. 302 degrees oh, Fahrenheit. Oh, God. Okay. Or and the other one was like Celsius. 200 and some, right? Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah. So, like, there was another article that said it was hotter than that. I think yeah. this is probably more like it. I didn't, re- I didn't think it would be that much. I thought it would be like 220. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like yeah. Much hotter. Okay. This is, yeah. This is... I have looked at several different things. This is the one I came up with that I trusted the most. Okay. It got hotter. Let's test it. Now... One of the accounts that I read did say that she boiled two kettles of water and then mixed in the sugar. Right. So it would have stayed hotter longer and been sticky. Yeah. But if ultimately... She would have boiled it two, three hundred right. and so it, degrees. So yeah. it really depends on how she did it. Did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, put yeah, the yeah. answer as being both. Yeah, uh, sure. Because I think that ultimately that's why... Yeah. Her main goal was probably the, sh- the sticky, sticky part, but the other part mm-hmm. was just... Uh, I guess if you're making like um, hard tech candy, that's just like yeah, a bunch of sugar, mm-hmm. and then it gets really hot. Yeah, so I actually <laughs> read. I spent a lot of time reading about hard tech candy when I wrote this, <laughs> and how like one of the biggest safety hazards for candy makers is mm-hmm. if they get it on their skin, it is going to cause extremely serious burns. burns. Yeah, and that's why during like holidays, it's mm-hmm. when I did my first intro to this before I put questions in, mm-hmm. I was going to do a whole thing about how if you're going to make candy over the holiday season, you should watch yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, it's hard candy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you ever made it? No, but I've seen the people that like. They put the oh, holy. that's taffy. Yeah, no, I got like, you. That's dangerous too. Yeah. So hot. So the like steams like melts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That number, the like three hundred and two Fahrenheit, one hundred fifty Celsius. I actually got it. I'm reading my notes now, which is what I should do when I'm telling the story. Right. But um, the where I got that one from is a person who tried to do a calculation using math of like how much sugar was used and how much water, and then putting that together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and calculating out what the like what would point be. would yeah, be which sure. is way too much math for yeah. me obviously stop we need nerds in this world another tidbit that i found is that salt another timbit timbit donuts donuts another fun tidbit that i found is that salt doesn't actually lower the boiling point of water so people put salt in water to get it to boil faster i was thinking about that but that's not also i thought we were adding salt to not have everything stick together as much. Is that... Did I make that up? You're talking about for pasta. Uh, yeah, like we put pasta in. You can do for potatoes to give them a little bit of flavor, but the reason why it works, it technically does work. It's an old wives' tale, but the yeah. reasons why it works is it doesn't lower the boiling point. It decreases the heat capacity of the water, which basically just means it makes the molecules 
it's not just water molecules there. Yeah. They're salt too. And so they're making those water molecules break up faster. To start boiling. To start boiling. To get hotter yeah. and then start Yeah, so it doesn't faster. change the water itself. Dang it. Just... Look at all this stuff that I could have learned in, like, chemistry. Yeah. And I did it. <laughs> Too much slap there. So it's still... <laughs> yeah, actually. When you sit by Monica, it's kind of hard. <laughs> My high school chemistry class, one time we broke... We had to do like a project that was like two days. Yeah. And there's like two classes. There's like a class in the morning, class in the afternoon. Yeah. And we broke ours. We stole from the afternoon class. And like our results were <laughs> real bad. Yeah. Oh my god. We none of the measurements were the same. Our teacher came over. She she's a cross country coach. She really liked me, but she's kind of rude sometimes. I hate that class. But she was like, what are you guys doing? And we were like, we don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. We're like, oh, I don't know. The math just isn't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. It's we got, we got like the like crucible or whatever. It's too hot. And yeah. it just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. And then she like came over and she's like, you guys good? And we're like. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like yeah. burning our hand. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got it. Everywhere. Just okay. push it away. Jeez. Broke all lab safety rules. We broke lab. so much stuff. <laughs> but basically you're still getting in 212 degrees fahrenheit mm-hmm. you're just getting there quicker yeah that's the idea for so, sure okay so back to the story detective chief inspector paul hughes said that Karina quote killed her husband michael in such a painful and cruel way to throw boiling water over someone when they are asleep is absolutely horrific to also mix three bags of sugar in with the water showed the determination she had to cause him serious harm so, my next question for you is, uh, this sugar and boiling water tactic is popular in what other setting? A. Military-grade torture. B. Prisons amongst inmates. Or C. Nowhere. This was a first, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say B because, here's my thing about C, I feel like... Oh, God. Sorry. I thought she was going to press a button. <laughs> I feel like for torture tactics, like, yeah, you're torturing somebody, but also, like, if you do it wrong, you could just kill them. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is the whole point, but, like, then you get no information out of it. That's true. It's so, like an ancient. <laughs> this is going well. I'm going to say B also because I feel like it's just something that they could make, like, in the prison mm-hmm. kitchen or wherever. Yeah, so this tactic is actually very popular in prisons exactly for the reason that you said. It only takes two ingredients and it's easy access for people to use. Yeah. I don't know about prisons here, Mm -hmm. but I did find two stories that I'm going to tell you about about prisons in the United Kingdom. Oh, Well, at least one's in the United Kingdom. I think the other one's Australia, but anyway. Anywho. (laughs) This concoction in prisons is called napalm because it's thick and pasty and very volatile in nature. Sure. Okay. In 2013, at Mount Joy Prison in Dublin, Ireland, inmates targeted then-24-year-old Keith Hall by pouring boiling water and sugar down his throat. <gasps> then Jesus they- Christ. That still kill him from the inside out. Yeah, you would. that is a good way to absolutely off somebody, I would say. <sighs> this man was targeted twice in four weeks' time following a bounty that was issued on his head for the crime he committed. He shot and killed 16-year-old Melanie McCarthy McNamara in Tallot, West Dublin, when she was not the intended target, and there was sheer just outrage after her death. People were just obviously very angry. She was like, I saw pictures of her. She was super cute, blonde Mm -hmm. teenager, like super sweet, involved in a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff, it seemed. Um, She was in the car with her boyfriend, Christopher Moran, and another friend, and supposedly Christopher was the intended target. Okay. So what? I mean, you shouldn't shoot anybody anyway. But. Sure, it's the right one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matt, he I got the girl. What girl? What, girl? what, what girl? do you mean? What are you talking about? No, it was something like he was supposed to be a drive-by, but the car moved or like something yeah. dumb. Like he was aiming for him, and then it just was bad. Just came out some. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, are they in a gang? (laughs) So, my next question is, what is the leading theory as to why Christopher was (gasps) the supposed target? Oh, gosh. A, he stole Melanie from another guy. (laughs) B, he was the successor to a notorious crime gang in the area. What did I just say? (laughs) C, he was making jokes about somebody's mama and it went too far. (laughs) C, probably. (laughs) (laughs) 
all of the above. <laughs> um, probably, probably, I mean, B. No, else. I'm going to say A. I've seen this in only, again, some of the articles. But apparently Melanie and Christopher may or may not have been part of a notorious crime gang. No way! They were possibly betrothed and were linked to the McCarthy-Dundon crime gang in the area. My computer is frozen. Oh my gosh, wait. So it was like a, like ma- like two mafia leaders had children and they're like, they're meant to be together. To Betrayed carry on the mafia le- legacy. What is you happening? You are gonna be married. <laughs> Marriage. is what brings us together today. So this account, basically where I was reading about this, also said that Christopher Moran's father, Michael Moran, stated, quote, let there be no reprisals, reprisals, basically saying, and when he was interviewed, there will be no retaliation for this, let the authorities handle it. Okay. Which is more, oh, kind of a nod to, weren't they gonna get Yeah. He's like, we're not gonna put a hit out of your head, but... Like, the authorities already got But they're going to. But they did. (laughs) Yeah, wait, once he was behind bars, okay. Yeah, but as soon as we know where you're at. Yeah. (laughs) Then there will be. (laughs) (laughs) Seemingly, he was saying that there would be no gang retaliation, Mm -hmm. but also there was talk that the gunmen were kind of pests even to their boss, who said they were being sloppy and shouldn't have killed the girl, and their boss was kind of like, well, let him die. Well, yeah, if you were a mob boss and somebody was like, oh, well, I shot the person next to our target, I'd be like, why are you here? I tried to kill your son, but I killed his girlfriend. Yeah, like, so where's the son now? You kill them both? No. So you're back here, why? What are you doing? But my boy is a bad shot, so whatever you gotta do. (laughs) Like, whatever. So, Mr. Hall, the killer of the teenager but got this napalm poured down his throat yeah did survive the attack uh he went into solitary confinement after being released from the hospital i kind of stopped paying attention to what happened to him after that but at the time he was considered ireland's most at-risk prisoner that's a title that you do not twice in four weeks they tried to kill him well they tried so i wonder if the yeah. second one was the napalm, and the first one was something else. Yeah, he got, like, stabbed or something. Yeah. Times. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely a title, like, you don't... No. You, you don't want that title. No. I don't <laughs> I don't think so, no. <laughs> so, um, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, well, how'd they get the boiling water? Like, I get it. It's easy access. But apparently, at the time, this prison said every one of its cells had its own tea-making facilities, including a kettle. Wait, what? Hey. <laughs> Look forward to talking about them reliables, man. <laughs> what? Fancy. Okay, I was not expecting that. United I don't go to jail. Send me there. Folks in the United Kingdom are serious about tea time. Yeah, serious? Okay, I wow. guess, or at least then. Also in 2016, Paul McManus, who was in prison for the murder of Isabel Sanders, he stabbed this lady like 37 times. It was real bad. He poured napalm solution over Robert Walls, another inmate who is in prison for armed robbery, while the two were in the prison cafeteria. Oh, gosh. They said cafe. Cafeteria. Okay. This liquid then splashed on a several other inmates <gasps> who stood up and began kicking and punching McManus. Do you Mc- the poured it? Hmm? McManus poured it? Yeah. The, the attacker. <laughs> Speaking of attacker, <laughs> oh, come here. Hold on. I was gonna pet her and I yeeted her down. He's still chasing her. Other way. Where? Other way? Which way? What do you mean? I thought they went down the hallway. No, I turned left. No, oh, I just saw she. Felt bad. She tried to jump up and I went to pet her and just blocked her. <laughs> Goaltending. <laughs> it's pretty much when she stiff armed her right down. Here, sit on this chair right here. She's fine. He's hiding now. Okay, I'm ready. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, if somebody was trying... Listen, these people are sloppy, is what you're saying to me. I'd kick the shit out of him, too. Yeah. I mean, honestly. 
McManus got 27 months added to his life sentence for the attack, and the punch kickers who had this were in the splash zone got four months for their retaliation. No! McManus claimed he attacked the original guy because he had assaulted him in an earlier prison stay when they were doing time together. Oh, goodness. I also found a story about, in Australia in 2017, 74-year-old Gregory Keith Davies, not of Taskmaster fame, had boiling sugar water poured over his groin by other inmates because they believed it was a fitting revenge for his crime that imprisoned him, which was raping and killing a six-year-old girl (gasps) 30 years prior. Yeah, he did deserve that. What happened to the guy guy in the second story? Ah, uh, he was okay. The tacky. He's okay. Yeah. The other inmates didn't help him, though. They just attacked the guy that attacked him. That is kind of helping him, though. It's helping I him mean... away. So I'm it's not sure. I'm not sure how Karana Smith came to know about this sticky yeah, revenge tactic. Yeah, I was going to ask that because, like, I would have never thought. Like, I had no idea until you brought it up. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, I didn't like, how she. Knew about it. I don't know. I don't, nobody, mm. nobody says how she knew about it unless it was just like a thing they knew because all these prisons it was happening in. She did some time. Not that I know, but her son did. Oh, my goodness. Maybe he told her about it. Wait, I, don't, I, I honestly do time? Yeah, what did he do time? Wait, but all those attacks were after him. But I mean, he's still... 2005. No. 2005, he... 2007, didn't he? 2007, he killed himself. So earlier than that. He's also 27, and I did the math. She would have been, like, 19. Yeah, but all these stories she's talking about now were... Yeah, I know, but when she had him, she was... That's what I'm saying. When she met this dude, her husband... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Depending on when they met, inappropriate. Interesting. He may or may not have been a pedophile. He may may have groomed her. Mm. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. He may not have been any of these things. We have no idea. I don't know. Uh, so we don't know how she came about this, but she utilized it to its fullest brutality. Yeah. Prosecuting prosecutor Mark Rhine said a number of victim personal statements from members of the family had been submitted to the court, outlining the distress they had suffered over the past year following their father's death or their friend, depending on who wrote it. Yeah. Rhine and her defense attempted to get a lighter sentence of manslaughter, saying that she lost control. It was basically called manslaughter due to loss of control. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... but she had to take the time to, like, boil the water. Yeah. <laughs> the prosecution basically pointed out it would have taken her at least 13 minutes to boil the water that she needed along with all of the sugar and get it in the bucket and move it around. It would have taken probably longer. Yeah. And that would have been plenty of time to, like... Calm down. Calm down. It's not a crime of passion because a crime of passion is, like, I... There's a knife right there, and I get mad, and I pick it up and stab you. You know right. what I mean? That she this like, took plenty. Sat there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark Rind again. The prosecutor said, "Quote: The prosecution case is that her actions were deliberate and considered. That whilst she would obviously have been very upset and distressed about what she had heard, the evidence will demonstrate that she was in control and acted in anger and to extract vengeance for what she believed that Michael had done, and so she is guilty of murder." Sentencing Justice Yip said, quote, I sentence you on the basis that your intention was to cause serious harm rather, to, rather than to kill. Further, that the intention was formed while you were in a state of distress. This was not a long-held and carefully formed plan. You made use of materials you already had in your home. I accept that your initial reaction was probably to call the police and the intent to harm your husband only developed later when you were home dwelling on what you had been told. Karina Smith, for the murder of Michael Baines, I sentence you to life imprisonment. The minimum term will be one of 12 years, less than 166 days that you have spent on remand in custody, and 96 days credit for the time spent on qualifying curfew. And what may be more wild than all of this, as we have been questioning, is that Michael Baines might not have committed any of the things he was accused of. That's terrible. If you read comments on the articles, like if you go and look up this story Mm -hmm. and you go down to comments that people have posted, many people say it was her daughter just saying, hey, I heard this rumor. You haven't heard this right. There was no mention of 
her well, daughter. Well, her might daughter not could have also been like um, more saying it like, "Hey, we got to figure out who's saying this about dad." Right. Right. Like, There's no like actual documentation of the daughter that I saw saying. Oh, I heard a rumor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard this for real. Because I think she's just so distraught. She's like, Dad didn't deserve this. This wasn't what we needed yeah. to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see where she was questioned on it. Because why would you question her when he's already dead? Yeah. Like, what is the point of pursuing this now? It wasn't pursued, and so nobody really knows. Right, and without him, like, the judge said, like, he, he can't defend himself now, so, like, yeah. he can't. Technically, you've tarnished the family name because we'll never know. No, yeah. And also, like, there's no justice for anybody here but you in your moment of revenge right. because nobody knows who or how many or what he actually did. Right. Oh, no. So that's what I have for you. Wow. I titled this story Pour Some Sugar on Them. That's <laughs> all right. A little morbid. A little, a little morbid. Or in them. Or in. Do you think this story will keep you up at night? Or will you still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug? One, I'm impressed it's very recent. Yeah, 2020. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I'm impressed it's recent and I didn't know about it. Well, yeah, that's true. Like, I, we look for true crime stories. We look for stuff. Yeah. And I just didn't. Yeah, I think... I don't think it's going to keep me up at night. I think when I boil water, boil water <laughs> I'm going to be a little more nervous than usual, if that makes sense. Now I do want to make some hard tack candy, though. I don't want to boil water, but I also want to make hard tack. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. If I'm with mom and grandma, then it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. I have another thing to use if I ever have to kill somebody. Excuse me? Always gotta be ready. Just building. Always gotta be ready. (laughs) Not you. Not you. Or you. Just in the name of situation. My 81 year old husband. If you have 20 minutes. Yeah, when I'm 16, I marry an 81 year old. (laughs) Who may or may not be a pedophile. Who knows? Schrodinger's cat, really, is what we've stumbled upon. It's terrible if he wasn't and she just did that. I feel horrible too because like she didn't yeah. even she didn't even confront him at all. No, she spent all that money asleep. on that lie detector yeah. and didn't use it. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if that's even true, yeah. because I in the numerous things that I saw when I came across that, I was like, that's the logical thing, but is yeah. that the truth? Oh my gosh, that's crazy, man. I feel bad for his family because now like they lost both parents in a year. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, not even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's horrible. Um, and they're old enough to have kids. Who knows yeah. if there's, like, grandkids involved and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, my gosh. That's awful. Yeah, let's... I mean, I think one of the lessons to be learned is you either got to confront them or call the cops. Let's not just... Let's not play detective. How about yeah. we just call the cops? She didn't even really play detective because she didn't ask any questions. Let's not play... Assume... Yeah, let's not, let's, not assume. Assume. let's not play assume. Makes an ass out of you and Me. the guy covered in sugar. <laughs> oh my god. And the people that spend the next five weeks trying to not let him die. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, there. I don't that was a know. Long time. Yeah. I don't. It looked like he was like improving from the burn standpoint, but mm-hmm. he was eighty-one, and I think yeah. like being in the hospital anyway. that long, he yeah. just. Yes. I don't know what he actually died from, but ultimately it was complication cool. from Due to that. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Could have been could've COVID. Been. You're right. You're right. Who knows? Oh man, that's awful. How did she learn about that? Did she just come up with it on her own? I think that's the thing that bothers me the most is like, who told her about this that she's like, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to make some sticky water. Yeah. I mean, maybe her son did tell. Maybe she read in the papers. And I don't think, I really don't think that she meant to, I don't think she thought it would kill him. I think she thought that she'd get back at him. How would you know that that would kill somebody? Mm, Yeah, that's. The other guys that happened to in prison, they didn't die from it. But I imagine that they boiled the water, carried it to the first lo- to the primary location, took that person to a secondary location. <laughs> yeah, it was probably a little bit different. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, ooh, sorry. Get it out. 
<laughs> the I don't know. I think she, if she just wanted to tell him, she would just did it. Yeah, like stabbed him or whatever. Yeah, it's weird that she like thought about it. Like it had to take her like twenty Here. minutes. Oh yeah, she, she cooked, got more and more mad. She like, cooked. That's a, she cooked on this for a little bit. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> a little bit. At least thirteen minutes that she spent actually concocting it. Yeah. I wonder how she didn't get any of her. I don't know. That's a, a good question. Yeah. Maybe yeah, but did. you gotta get some backsplash from that. How far away That's did you stand too. that you How didn't did she get pick any backsplash? Up the bottom of the bucket and like tip it. I don't know. Interesting. Strong. Strong. You know Without how her hands? moms lift cars off of their kids? Yeah. Ugh. Adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Does that actually like, happen? I... That's a story for another day. <laughs> Episode one hundred and one: Mom lifts <laughs> car door off burning vehicle to save child. <laughs> yeah, does yeah. your adrenaline makes you? go crazy yeah so maybe yeah anyway thank you for sharing this story on our centennial festival mm, party it's now a festival um <laughs> um any any last words final review of the hot chocolate 7.8 i should stir it and then i think it'd be better next time i didn't stir it the hot chocolate maker Three out of ten. Three out of ten. Three yeah. out of ten for I did a bad job. mixing. I did. I did do a bad job. Well, we got our numbers, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. down on a napkin. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and thanks again for listening to us talk nonsense for a hundred episodes, and for thanks for listening to Jack talk nonsense for about five episodes. I'm not sure. That's just a guesstimate. It's probably like seven. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing because he's a guest and we're estimating. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? <laughs> so, yeah, let us know your favorite episode, especially if it was this one. Um, and we will send you a sticker. Thank you for joining us. Um, you. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, tell them where they can reach us, because I never get it right. <laughs> you can reach us on our Facebook, which is just Bug in a Rug, on our Instagram and Twitter, B-I-A-R Podcast. You can look at our pictures on all of those as well. You can email us, B-I-A-R-Podcast at gmail.com. And we have a website if you want to see Whitney's resources, if you're interested Bugandrug.podme.com. pouring sugar on somebody. Oops. Just the sugar, though. <laughs> Just the sugar. I don't... I'm Thanks. Not. Also, as a little side note, we might be changing our logo. Logo change. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. We didn't leave. We just rebranded. Yeah, which we'll figure that out later. <laughs> or we'll cut it out. No one will ever we'll know. cut it out. Nobody will ever know. All right, thanks for listening. Signing off, I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. I'm Jack. (laughs) Bye. Sleep tight.